welcome to Got It. I'm Elise. And I'm Tony, and we're here to spill our guts about horror film trailers. trailers. Uh, today we will be reviewing the trailer for a film yet to be seen by us. It is 2009's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Undead, written and directed by Jordan Galland. And don't forget, if you like what you hear today, please subscribe, throw us a like, give us a rating on whatever platform you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm. All right, let's watch the trailer for Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are undead. I'm going to find the grail and try to cure this curse. But it's not a curse, it's a gift. And with it, you never have to grow up. I thought you wanted me to grow up. Uh, okay, so your son's crazy, as you probably know, and we have enough evidence here to plead insanity if he turns himself in. Since we're making these modernizations, bro, instead of Rosencrantz and Guildensterns, or what about like Dudencrantz and Doggenstern? Quick note, there's still time to combine this into one character. All right, so yeah, that was the trailer for Rosencrantz and Guildenstern <laughs> are undead. Starring Jake Hoffman. Uh, who I don't never know. heard of Devin Aoki, who is Steve Aoki's half sister, mm -hmm. apparently. And she was in Sin City mm -hmm. and Ralph Macchio. <laughs> I missed him. Who was he? I don't even know if he made the trailer. Okay. But. <laughs> the only person I recognized was Jeremy Sisto from May yeah. and played Elton from Clueless. We didn't know what this guy's name was. We just we didn't looked, look we it up. up. Yeah. But I was like, oh, that's the, the guy, guy from, from Clueless. It looks like it is a horror comedy yeah. that has a vampiric spin to and it. It does have kind of like that indie quality to it. It didn't seem like a, a student film that someone tried to make on the fly mm -hmm. over the course of a weekend. <laughs> well, where'd you hear about this movie and why did we watch Watch the trailer. Well, we purchased this for, I think, 25 cents at McKay's bookstore in Knoxville, Tennessee. One of our favorite places. Yeah. Well, I had seen Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Yeah. A long time ago. And? And I loved it. And, and what so, about Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead? I love that movie. Okay, so it's a play. By Tom Stoppard. Yeah. Uh, and it's based off the two characters in Hamlet. They're they're like super minor characters that I think they die off screen. They're not even, <laughs> they're not main players in Hamlet. Uh, I think it took me a few times of reading Hamlet to even figure out that they were dead. I was like, oh, them, they died. And now they have a play. Uh, and then in college, I had seen Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead starring Tim Roth and Gary Oldman. Mm -hmm. And I love both of them. I was like, oh, I love this movie. And then now Why'd you watch the movie? I watched it in, in college because I was forced to watch it. Why did, were you forced to watch it? Because I was in the play. Thank you. Okay. That was <laughs> trying, that's all I was trying to get. <laughs> so you have a personal connection <laughs> yeah. to the movie because you were in the play Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Barely. You'd seen the movie. Yeah. But you're still in it. So yeah. like. I was in like the last five minutes. I play Horatio. For me, if I'm browsing through the DVD section of McKay's and I see Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are undead, I have no idea who Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are. Fun. Did watch like three or four different versions of Hamlet, which Love I Hamlet. enjoyed. Hamlet Love is Hamlet. a great, yeah. I like the Kenneth Branagh version, the David Tennant version. Mm -hmm. And you know, the Ethan Hawke version has its qualities. I uh, don't remember that one. The one with Ethan Hawke is the one where Ethan Hawke delivers his to be or not to be soliloquy in Blockbuster. Oh, really? Yeah. I like, thought you were going to say he delivers it in the nude. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Naked in Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> 
anyway, I love Hamlet. I'll watch every version. But when we saw that there was a Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are undead. We get, it gave us a, a good little chuckle. And then we're like, yeah, 25 cents. Let's do let's it. get it. Yeah. McKay's has the cheapest DVDs yeah. in the U.S., may, possibly in the world. Well, you knew about Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Does it have any relation to Hamlet? It does have relation to Hamlet. They called it an absurdist play by Tom Stoppard. Okay. So watching the trailer, you're going to be like, what the hell is this? Who yeah. are Rosencrantz and Guildenstern? Exactly. And Why that's are they of, undead? That's part of the comedy is who are these people? <laughs> and in the play, they actually poke fun at that. Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are often switching their names, almost like they can't remember who's who mm -hmm. because it doesn't matter. And I think there Nothing actually characters. is, there's one line in Hamlet that says, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. And that's all you get of their demise. For the actual trailer, a guy who just oozes late aughts to yeah. me. He's got like a, like a jacket and um, a hoodie underneath. Who did and I say unshaven. he reminded me of? He reminds me of, of Adam Goldberg from Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> I got more of like a Zach Braff in Garden State kind of vibe. Just really over it and ironic and cynical. Oh, and, yeah. and he's putting on this play. He's putting on Hamlet. Okay. He's putting on Hamlet. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Okay. He's not putting on Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. So it's possible <laughs> he's putting on Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Well, that's the thing about doing a trailer review is, is the trailer giving us enough information to hook us in, but not enough information to spoil everything? So like the basic points of the trailer are... Somehow people start turning into vampires. People were getting stabbed and biting a lot <laughs> and someone turned blue and then vanished. There are all these effects. It reminded me of effects from like poltergeist. Yes. Like 80s effects, even though this is 2009. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> this is the year after Twilight. Okay, so they're trying to modernize it for that Twilight crew. Then it turns out perhaps he actually cast real vampires unbeknownst to him. <laughs> what are the odds? He doesn't seem very excited about being a director of this play. So I wonder if he's doing it on some sort of community service type plot. It's the classic Mighty Ducks yeah. plot line. Mighty Ducks. You get these ragtag crew of kids gotta teach him <laughs> hockey so that's what's going on so there's a guy and he's directing rosencrantz and guildenstern art undead <laughs> he wants people to think he's directing hamlet but really it's this low budget script which is like a spin-off of a spin-off he's probably a guy who thinks that he should be doing better in life than he is he should be directing and hamlet he, but he's directing this lowly play he gets like a like twice watered down hamlet the twist here is that what you were saying um it unbeknownst to him he good word by Thank the way you. he casts some real vampires i'm still trying to like break down the trailer and it's we've had to rewatch it multiple times because it's a it's, little confusing. There's a lot going on. There it's like they're trying to introduce a bunch of characters. And it they, seems like maybe there's one main vampire. He, he kind of looks like Javier Bardem. Yeah. And it looks like the guy that plays Hamlet has some definite like writer strong qualities. Right? I don't know who's playing what. I don't know what's going on. All what? I know is that there's a play and there's some vampires and there's a guy that looks like Zach Braff. I love the production company. It's called C Plus Pictures. <laughs> like we know. And it, they're using a C Plus font. Papyrus. Like I would say that this is a C plus trailer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they they are very self aware. They know that they're about app, they're passable. Mm -hmm. They're not gonna get you into an Ivy League, but they might get you into some college. What the movie? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay, fine. They might get you. If you watch this movie, you will get into college. No. That's what, is that what you're saying? No, or? if you watch this movie, you might get a job in a theater. You'll work backstage, hand out hot dogs. For 25 cents? That's a bargain. Let's do it. Okay, so now his girlfriend, Devin Aoki, it seems like maybe she's a vampire. She's like, oh, it's a gift. So did she make him a vampire? I'm sorely confused. I mean, I get the main premise of the trailer. He's ma- he's doing a play. Doing a play and there's a bunch of vampires. There's a bunch of vampires. I feel like I don't need to know much more than that. I mean, I think it goes deeper. I think it <laughs> I think t- it does, but it doesn't need to. <laughs> I'm sure it does. It looks like they have the whole synopsis and a whole thesis statement in this trailer. I think their music is up too loud. It's very quirky music playing. Like It's ding, very ding, quirky, ding, yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I'm very distracted by that music. I definitely get the sense that most of his cast are either extremely idiotic or they're either like straight up vampires. Yeah, they're all vampires. So I imagine that his production is not going well. Like he's struggling. Yet he's not really reacting. He's not emoting. He kind of just has like a, oh, I guess that kind. Of, that's the kind of shit that happens to me because I'm I'm a bro from the late. I'm aunt. just I'm just down and out. I'm just gonna <laughs> sit down on this couch and watch people pass by in fast motion. <laughs> I'm just gonna take Twilight and Hamlet too and put the two movies together and that's what I got. That's what you got. The end of the trailer, we did get some cool vampire scenes. Though. Yeah, yeah, but- and it turns out good old Jeremy Sisto playing Detective Wimbley. Yeah. He said, either your son pleads guilty uh, by insanity or he's getting arrested. Does the director at some point get accused of these murders? You There's know? a lot going on in that trailer. Mm-hmm. The trailer for Barbarian. I loved reviewing that one because it told very little. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't much to be confused by. This was trying to lay out every single piece of the plot there are (laughs) vampires and there's a play and there's a director who's cheating on his girlfriend the girlfriend gives him a gift but we don't know what the gift is and then he's gonna get arrested and then there's this detective who we kind of know and ralph macchio's in it (laughs) i don't think we saw ralph macchio (laughs) that's when you're like ralph that added that star power to it so people (laughs) go flooding into the theaters to go see this i mean i didn't recognize him in the trailer but i definitely saw his name oh maybe ralph macchio was that um main vampire the guy who i said looked like javier bardem oh maybe that's ralph Macchio. So maybe that's Ralph Macchio. That um, actually would make a lot of sense. That would. It seems like it's aspiring to be a 90s indie comedy. Yes. One of those that's very quirky and it might not necessarily have a, a plot, but it's got a lot of quirky one-liners. Yeah. But in the aughts, the stakes are higher. So yes. you have to have the hot girls. You have the hot girls you and have you, have, have, you have more of a plot now, which the, is not necessarily a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> the trope of that aughts period is a lot of the characters were unbearable terribly dumb let's call it dude and stern and dog and crants i don't know yeah that's Whatever. yeah terrible line well what do you think you're gonna like about it i feel like the best thing about the movie is going to be the person who we thought was ralph macchio mm-hmm. that main vampire mm-hmm. he seemed the most interesting in that way that nick cage playing renfield kind of way yeah where it's like you can't help but chuckle a little bit i'm assuming mm-hmm. that guy's a vampire if that guy's mm-hmm. not a vampire that also be kind of funny what do you think kind of in the same vein but i think i'm gonna like the guy that plays hamlet he had some good scenes where he was just really overdoing every scene that he's in and he has a line that he says to 
somebody off stage. He's like, I'm playing Hamlet. This is really bad timing for me. I can't be a vampire. <laughs> it's like, oh, poor actor. <laughs> he gets the role of a lifetime and he's a vampire now. Shoot. Yeah. Some funny side characters. I don't know if there'll be anything scary about this. Oh, no. One. I bet there'll be like one jump scare within the first five minutes of the movie. Oh, and then okay. after that, it's going to be like pure comedy. Maybe one more jump scare at the very end and then credits. The director turns into a vampire and then jump scares the audience. They break the fourth wall, as was common with these absurdist plays. I feel like you're giving it way too much credit. I don't think, think it's so? overall it's going to be self-deprecating humor. Yeah. And this guy gets the girl in the end. Or does he? His girlfriend, Devin Aoki, is playing Ophelia. And in the end, she turns the tables on him and says, this is a gift. You better appreciate it. And then because he turns into a vampire... His play is now good because he's going to go from a disaster production. But now that everybody's vampires, it's going to be like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Or it's going to be like everyone dies opening night and everyone's going to love it. And they're going to be like, wow, oh, my God, the death looks so real. Those effects are crazy. But he's not going to have anything past opening night because everyone's dead. Yeah. No matinees. Can't go out in the sunlight. For the poster, it's just like a bunch of heads. Uh, it's the main guy and... And his lady, Devin Aoki. And then we have Jeremy Sisto peeking over his shoulder here. And then at the very bottom, we have a... Shakespeare Vampire things. Shakespeare. Of course, a scroll and some magic stuff. A magical scroll bursting out of Hamlet. Shakespeare, I have to say, looks kind of like a rat. <laughs> That's true. And the tagline says, Shakespeare is back from the dead. I don't recognize anybody from the poster although maybe at the time Devin Aoki because she had been in Sin City. We have Ralph Macchio which I think everyone knows Ralph Macchio's name at least. Yeah. And Jeremy Sisto which is a name that sounded familiar. I might not have been able to place his face. Yeah didn't sound familiar to me at all. Oh yeah. He has a memorable face but not a memorable name yeah, unfortunately. Looks confused. Yeah. So how would you rate this poster? If they just had Shakespeare with fangs and the magic book, then mm -hmm, I think I would mm -hmm. like the poster. But the poster definitely has that like early 2000s style yeah. where it's just a bunch of heads. Yeah. Whoever's the most famous has the biggest head. I will say that poster doesn't do a whole lot for me but the title did and the title was enough for me to buy it so good job. <laughs> yeah good job, title shakespeare entering horror is something that i think could be really interesting yeah there are those revisions of classics into horror like uh pride and prejudice and zombies mm -hmm. and then that was made into a film which i never saw i, I never saw i read pride and prejudice I, I enjoy the book. And then Pride and Prejudice of Zombies or Pride, Pride and Prejudice, and, Prejudice and, zombies. and Zombies. I skipped that one. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think so, everyone else did too. I think in theory, it sounds like a cool idea. And then it happens. And you're like, oh, no. Around that time, people are trying to be quirky and funny and like, oh, what if you mixed zombies with Shakespeare, it would be so funny. And then someone's like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Not to like downplay it. I don't want to like talk trash on it, but that's what it reeks to me. Of. I'm going to give Mr. Galland the benefit of the doubt and just think that he really loved 90s indie comedies like Mr. Jealousy, written and directed <laughs> by Noah Baumbach. Nice plug. My, one of my favorite movies. Well, I'm going to remake a movie. It's going to be called Mr. Jealousy vampire hunter oh man yes i'm gonna ruin one of my favorite movies <laughs>
It's going to be a quirky 90s comedy with vampires. See, that's the thing is that when you make someone be a vampire hunter, you're inserting way too much plot into those 90s indie comedies. Those <laughs> things have minimal plot at best. I mean, sometimes you don't really need a ton. I personally don't need a ton of plot to have a either. good movie. I just want some good characters and some good writing. But, you know, hey, we had some vampires in this one, whatever. I'll, yeah. I'll give it a whirl. When would you see this? We did buy over 100 DVDs yeah. and it's hard to watch 100 DVDs. Yeah. It's more difficult to imagine, the year. even though we watch at least like a movie every other night or every night. Mm. We start a movie every night and then fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> For me, this one would probably be eventually on the back burner. Mm. Just to give our audience some context here, we have four choices. We have this weekend within the year, eventually slash on the back burner. That's the third option or Saw all I need to see. Never going to see it. So Tony is almost <laughs> at the bottom here with this. I mean, we own it. So of course I'm going to watch it, yeah. but it's probably on the back burner. Mm -hmm. I'm going to probably going to mm -hmm. watch some of the other titles we bought before yeah. watching this one. If you don't mind me watching this without you, I would probably watch it within the year. Yeah. Not, not this weekend. I'm I've got some other things to do, but <laughs> within the year I can, you know, pop this in and watch it on a Yeah cool saturday morning that's a totally yeah this would be like a saturday afternoon yeah don't really have much to do yeah no let's errands. pop this in yeah. yeah i'm a pot of tea gonna watch some rosencrantz and guildenstern are undead <laughs> yeah. so any last thoughts on the rosencrantz and guildenstern are undead trailer it's a play of a play of a play so many layers a lot of layers maybe too many but there seem to be some decent characters that might be worth watching <laughs> watch the think? trailer watch the movie let us know what you think yeah here is your homework watch the kenneth Branagh hamlet and then the david tennant hamlet and then skip through the ethan hawk hamlet to leave striper scenes and then watch the tim roth and gary oldman rosencrantz and gildenstern are dead and then watch this trailer and that's it i think everyone's gonna do that this weekend this weekend yeah it's necessary and then make a <laughs> comment and then i'll respond <laughs> Thank you for listening and are watching. This has been another trailer review mini episode of Gutted. Gutted.